but okay, so Dan, who's Scott Peterson? <laughs> uh, you want the long or the short? Because the long is very long. How how long is very long? Is it like five minutes very long, or is it no like... more like five documentaries long? There's why does it why does much, it have to be five documentaries about long? Our young, uh, our young, uh, very hard to say innocent at this point. Uh, although the last documentary I watched uh, really brought to light some inconsistencies, but still painted a very bad picture. What was he just? Is he just like a straight MRA psychopath, or is it just like uh, Nick? No, no, he um, he was married, and his wife went missing. His wife was pregnant, and then she was found. Oh, it's this guy! And it was uh, determined through circumstantial evidence only that uh, Scott Peterson is now in jail forever. Was this was this the guy that they based Gone Girl after, or was that a different guy? I, I you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they based a movie about him at this point. I doubt that they referenced him, you know, specifically. Because this guy's given off real big like Ben Affleck vibes. I could see that. Yeah, I'm not sure, but he's he's looking really creepy. I remember I remember this case going on back in like back when I was like I think in like third grade. Oh wow! God, I so. didn't realize it was that long ago. It was. Oh. It was for for months. This was m- massive. Ah oh, man, it, it it seemed like it was massive. Like it's like it's probably it's like that. And I think was it Casey Anthony? Not Casey Anthony. Um, what the fuck? Amanda Knox were like the big ones from like the early two thousands. Yeah, you can say that. Like those big trials. Nothing's gonna beat out OJ. Nothing's gonna beat out our boy OJ. <laughs> No, that uh, I I was uh, on OJ's Twitter again today, and uh, God, what a what a positive lift to my whole day is his is his Twitter timeline, just tweet after tweet of positive affirmations to uh, to generic tweets by OJ himself about golfing and going to the grocery store and. and the goddamn NFL draft that that's some wise guy at the top post. Yeah. How did Nicole feel about the draft this year? <laughs> <laughs> how, did, how did Nicole feel about this? I, I, I love OJ Simpson Twitter because just every day it's just another video of like, hello, Twitter world. How are you doing? How's it going? Twitter world. And, and he's trying to be as positive as possible. And it's yes. just followed with like 50 replies of knife emojis and fucking, <laughs> Real, really bad knife puns at this point. People are really recycling. I've seen one in particular. I must have seen at least 20 times the same exact thing. (laughs) And he hides a lot of them, too. Like he's he's been on. a. don't know. I don't know how bad those are, but it, it moved OJ to hide it. I mean, like we're now in a world where OJ Simpson is like a good guy. He's he's going through the redemption arc. OJ Simpson. If this was an anime, he was he's like the evil bad guy for killing his wife and Ron Goldman. He goes to jail. That's his like downfall. And now he's in the redemption arc of the anime where he's starting up in Twitter and he's starting fights with Trump fighters. So uh, it's a surreal world, man. Well, it's a great bit for me. Uh, Speaking of bits, uh, welcome to our hour long bit. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, to the pilot episode of God knows what we're going to call this. 
Uh, I am your humble, humble host, Liam Wolf, and joining me, hopefully every week, as a man, as a myth, as a legend of the Jersey comedy scene, none other than the man who has had probably every member of John Wayne Gacy's victim list in his basement, pickled in a jar, Mr. Daniel Caprio. Daniel, thank you for joining me. I don't like any of those monikers. I also don't like the temporary name of this podcast, and then it's not capitalized. It's not. It's there's there's no there's no temporary name to what podcast. Do you want to call it podcast hellhole? I don't like that name. Uh me neither. I was thinking. I was thinking. Uh, the worst roommates or the worst inmates, something along those lines. How about foul housemates? Foul housemates sounds pretty lit. I'll go foul housemates. This is the greatest start to every podcast. Just two guys trying to figure out what the fuck they're going to say and start their podcast with. It's already better than Richard Dweck's. I, oof. And we'll, we will get to that. But Dan, how was your week and so far your month worth quarantine? How have you been? It's fine. It's weird that uh, right before you contacted me, I was filling out my taxes. But But that's like a... I think you missed the deadline on the taxes. No, nah, they extended it till July. Really? Oh yeah. I didn't. I didn't. That's know why that. I put I, it off until now. I I paid mine off already, like in in fucking February. <laughs> Most people did. I did that last year, not this year. And now you're just like, I'm just accepting the June date. So you're just doing taxes. That's it. <laughs> I mean, that was what I was most recently doing. I. uh was on a podcast a few days ago and just trying to stay real busy, man. Writing, cooking, cleaning, socking, fucking, you know. That sounds like a life, my guy. Those last two things, I don't even know what, what they are anymore. Sucking and fucking or socking and fucking? Whichever sounds better. I only, I only experience some of my dreams now. God, don't we all? Unless you have a girlfriend or a wife. <laughs> Or, if you're or a just a real strong will to just bust in somebody's house <laughs> with, <laughs> no. with hashtag with consent. That 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 hashtag still makes sense even now. Dan, how do you consensually break into someone's house? I can tell them I'm coming over before I come up. You know, it's like, look, if you don't want me to break your door down, keep it unlocked. But <laughs> okay, and sure. then I, I drive up. And they'd know I was coming, so I wouldn't have to ring the doorbell. Hopefully, the, you know, if they do have roommates, they're not there. And, you, and, you just and then I'd in. leave. <laughs> you, just, you just break into their house I would leave. break either either the front, the, the front window, or possibly a back door. Or climb up a, a scaffolding of some sort. You, you're, you're starting to give me, like, the guy from Hush vibes. You ever see Hush? No, but I imagine we would be doing that once I got in the house. <laughs> what, keep... hush? Yeah, very quiet. God damn it, Dan. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, at least your, your month has been more eventful or less eventful than mine. Uh, I almost totaled my car. Yeah, going to Taco Bell, right? Uh, McDonald's, actually. Uh, Even worse. <laughs> it's way worse. Boy, that, you know, I, I almost feel like you deserved it in that case i kind of did honestly uh i was I, well first and foremost i want to say a big fuck you to uber eats 
just a big <laughs> shout out fuck you to Uber Eats because none of this would have happened if Uber Eats didn't try to charge me $20 additionally on top of my $20 order. They wanted me to pay 41 bucks for a fucking hamburger, and I'm like, eat my dick. So I drove what was down the reasoning to make... for that. It was like, well, it was going to be like, it was $20, and then I think it was like a $5 tip. Okay. Plus, like, a $3 delivery charge. Okay. Plus, like, a $5 search charge. Plus tax. Mm. Plus, mm. like, they, they, it was like, let's add 57 different other things because he's not a paying member. So you get to fucking deal with all our ripoff shit. So I'm like, wow, fuck that. So I drive over to McDonald's. I'm driving in. I'm looking at the line. I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't be in here. This is a little bit messed up. I really don't want to. Maybe I should. Maybe I should go home and cook something. And as that thought kicked in, I popped the curb and smashed into the uh, the drive-in sign because <laughs> I wasn't looking at the road. <laughs> and uh, um, needless to say, uh, my headlight didn't exist anymore. Uh, the windshield wiper fluid tank didn't exist anymore. Um, the uh, the bumper was barely hanging on. Um, all because I wanted a burger. Could you imagine that, Dan? Wait, you didn't even get McDonald's? I didn't even get the McDonald's. <laughs> I just I just crashed my car, got depressed, and then drove home. It's 0 for 2 right there, man. You know? <laughs> 0 for 3, really, because now you got to pay for that car damage. Well, I got it fixed. My my friend, who who is a, a blessing, he, he helped me out. Dylan Trembowski helped you out? A uh, future member of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater lineup, Dylan Tremboli, did not did not help us out here, but um, I wish he did. Honestly, it's good you got your car up and running, man. That's I know the feeling. It's a good time, you know. Like it could be worse. It could be worse. Like I don't know. I mean, like it was just a headlight, and most of the other repairs were just kind of like cosmetic. So there's that. But hey. What could possibly go wrong? So, Dan, how do you feel about these stay-at-home protesters? I don't really feel any way about them. Do you have Do you have no soul towards them? Nah, I've just been muting a lot of people on social media. Anytime I see something relentlessly negative, I cut it off. Uh, so, so what you're saying is you're basically muting my entire Facebook page. Oh, no, yours is on there, plus about maybe nine others richard dweck i'm on the fence about but he's been putting out so, such little content lately if i muted him i wouldn't even notice do you think richard dweck is in a bunker somewhere dealing with the coronavirus i think he's you... listening to the band bunker and crying <laughs> was there a band named bunker what yeah <laughs> b-n-u-k-u-r <laughs> i think they were industrial it's <laughs> probably some, some shit richard would just be like oh no i'm now i'm into this now because <laughs> I got recommended by Dan Caprio. Richard would probably listen to that and be like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man." Uh, yeah, some it's, god it's not yellow card, man. I can't fuck with it. <laughs> passive aggressive stance. It's like that, you know. It's for some people, but uh, it's not for me. But it's not bad. <laughs> I don't know. He'd write stance. like a he'd write like a five uh, paragraph um, essay about how yeah, you know, it was middle of the road. <laughs> Nothing capitalized. Every sentence purposefully run on. Nothing. No, no punctuation. Nothing. Just pain and sorrow for hours on end. 
I'm really upset that there is no video footage that I've been able to find of the roast of Richard Dweck. It was a fucking special. I mean, I don't know what else to call it. They was it really a special, them. though? It's yes. like, okay, so little context for people listening. So uh, Richard Dweck, for those who are unaware, is a stand-up comic or more or less an open micer. We're, we're kind of all open micers. Dan, you're kind of the closest thing to a stand-up comic. In, in this in this area right now good to know my years of hard work is finally paying off oh you have some credibility i didn't say all the credibility you have some don't don't get an ego i but, have a um, scant amount of credits <laughs> but um rich, rich has rich does have some credits i gotta give him that now did he get paid for those uh that's up in the air well can you call it a credit if you didn't get paid for it though I don't know, man. The Broadway Comedy Club, that's a nice, uh, you know, Gotham. It's got a nice ring to it. I mean, so sure, but I did technically he have to pay performed. to play? Uh, I, I mean, when I was at Broadway, it was on a uh, audition. It's like a contest. So I could say I performed there, but I got paid for the Gotham show. You know what I mean? So I, I, I talk about the Gotham show. I mean, I guess, granted, but like... Is, was it still pay to play or was it not? No, oh no, I've only done one bringer show, and that was the the Gotham show, and I still got paid for it. That's pretty lit. I think you should have told uh, Richard Dweck a little bit of advice on that front. I have multiple times. He doesn't listen to me. Ah oh, man. Well, I mean, because he's he's in his own headspace, man. He's in his own universe. It's a big headspace. Yeah, you, you can't you can't mess with the Dweck, bro. You can't get down on the Dweck. You're always down on Dweck, man. But so Richard I low key Dweck, am positive to Richard Dweck. You're low key am positive. I'm low key positive. I all the horrible things I say to him, if he really listens, it's just advice. But does he listen though? Never to nothing. <laughs> We're still on shoelaces. <laughs> That's I could have had a conversation with him at five years old. I mean, I would have been 17, I think, but it's kind of sad, you know, like a 17-year-old a yelling at a five-year-old, you know, being like, look, you ha- you really have to learn this. This is, a- remember, vi- I have a vivid memory of this, learning this. So for, for those who are wondering, <laughs> Richard Dweck is, is a, he, he's, he's a stand-up comic who, um, uh, he has like a compulsive anxiety disorder. We might get him on Allegedly. the show. Alle- he he does, Dan. <laughs> Other otherwise, I I would feel a little bit worse by how much you beat down on him. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly beat down on him. There is audio and evidence of this, so I really can't. There's video evidence. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. There's multiple pieces of video evidence. Ironically, the one night that I had to legitimately throw a verbal beat down on him, I couldn't be there. (laughs) I I was in California looking at my phone. I'm like, oh, the roast of Richard Dweck is happening right now. And I really wanted to watch it. I want video of it. You were on it. But but why, though? I was there. I was there, Dan. It was not worth recording. <laughs> it wasn't up to up to snuff of the roast of Carl Callen. 
it was not okay because all right because here's the difference here's the difference i'm, I'm going to shoot you the difference right now because the roast of carl callen our good friend good friend of the show carl callen who Very we might have friend. on the podcast um he put like time and effort and like painstaking like push into like making that into a, an event like people were supposed to pay at the door he was going to have a film crew there he filmed it with a drone outside <laughs> that's how that's how dedicated it was a multi-camera fans. shoot and, yeah. and it was it was like perf- like for a for like a low rent open mic uh kind of circle jerk gimmick it was still pretty much like it was a professional it was a professional roast i agree and watching him edit it i i i've been in front of like editing stations it's legit Oh, it's super legit. He put fucking so much effort into that shit. So you have Carl Callen's roast, which is like the way you should treat it. Richard Dwex was, it was basically like a birthday present. Oh, I don't like it already. That he wanted people to roast him on. And uh, he had people show up. Like I was there to roast him. A bunch of other people were there to roast him. And everyone there was sort of fucking like they just kind of like some of them treat it like I don't know it was sort of like a bunch of people just dicking around people like just how going Carl... up and doing their new jokes instead of roast jokes well no 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 <laughs> because like, like in ah, Carl's in Carl's in Carl's roast he had like a structure but then people were like ah oh, fuck it I'm just gonna do 20 minutes who cares it's a roast while wow, I'm getting my shit in with the Richard Dweck roast they were like okay everyone's gonna get five minutes you can't roast somebody in five minutes like you can't do a roast in five minutes. You got to give them like eight, eight, eight to ten, I'd say. But then also too, it was like you had fucking, you had like the comedy showcase beforehand. I told them that was a bad idea. Which yeah, um, which had like a bunch of people who showed up, did a set, didn't get involved in the roast at all afterwards. Did they stay and watch? Well, like yeah, a few of them stayed and watched, but like. But, like, I think Mark Henley was the only one who was a part of both the roast and the comedy showcase. And everyone who was doing the comedy showcase was sort of realizing that because, again, because it was kind of like a birthday gimmick, nobody really showed up for it. So it was, like, all the comics that were scheduled to be there, Richard Dweck's parents. Okay. And then, like, Victoria was there. Um, uh... (laughs) So we're talking an audience of at least 150, 200 people. Uh, more like an audience of like maybe 45. It's still good. But like 35 of them are going on stage. Oh, no, that's not good. Yeah. And so like, it was, it was a bunch of us. Uh, Victoria was there. Um, the school shooter kid was there. Uh, <laughs> gotta be more Michael specific. Lucas, a uh, bunch of the, bunch of the regulars at Brighton showed up. It wasn't really that big of a thing. It was a fun show. Don't get me wrong. Was Michael Arnold present? Michael Arnold, I believe, was present. Yes, our good, a good friend of the cast, a good friend of the Brighton Bar, Michael Arnold, uh, the 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 head bartender or the the owner of the Brighton Bar. I was gonna say spiritual leader. Spiritual leader of the Brighton Bar. We'll go spiritual leader. That gives him some brownie points. We love it's like Michael. the Doc Antle of the Brighton Bar. The Doc who? Doc Antle. Of who's Doc Antle? From the acclaimed Netflix series Tiger King. 
Oh, du- oh. <laughs> Wait, are you saying that like are you saying that Mike had Wait. If Mike has a harem, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> God damn it. Carl has one. So, uh Roast of Richard Dweck, you kind of unfortunately, I don't want to say you missed a lot. You didn't miss much. It was kind of I mean like you did miss uh the legendary performance of Timmy, but uh <laughs> I heard about that and it it sickened me to my stomach. <laughs> I couldn't that believe it. The... Like I, I I really I had to I don't I don't remember exactly who was telling me. It was probably Rich who was telling me what what was going on because I probably just directly was like, "How did this guy do?" Because he that guy was supposed to host the entire thing. Yep, he was supposed to and host. I it. I yelled at Rich before I left. I'm like, "What are you doing? That's not like I mean." Granted, you know, like I was in a position to be like, I've hosted this before. I know what the hell I'm talking. I've hosted multiple things before. I know what I'm talking about. You you have to have somebody who's experienced doing that. And and he was not. Nah, he was gonna get Timmy. And Timmy and Timmy showed up. And Timmy went on first. <laughs> and Timmy brought out rope and an apple. Yeah, yeah. Tied it around Richard Dweck. Stuck the apple in his mouth and said, "Oh, I didn't know it was." It was that kind of roast. I would have thrown garbage at the stage. <laughs> and if there was no garbage available, I know there was probably baked goods available. I would have thrown a cupcake two-handed. One one cupcake in each hand, hitting them both. This fucking, like, showed up with, like, a Batman tee. He had a hard hat. He wore a hard hat on stage. He showed up with prop comedy. <laughs> For a roast, did, did people tear into him throughout the night? Uh, I think a few people. Now Dylan ate a lot of shit that night. Like the same way during the Carl roast, I ate shit. Dylan Trombalu or that Dil- Dylan? Dylan Dylan Chernobyl. Dylan Chernobyl ate a lot of fucking shit that night. I ripped him a new one. Like I think Brian St. John, who was a last minute replacement for like half of the people that were supposed to be on the roast, ripped into him. Like, that was the other thing too was like like a quarter of the people that were supposed to show up for the for the roast didn't show up for the roast. That's not a good sign. I mean like I don't know like I don't know we should we should get Richard on the podcast eventually and talk things out. We need his side. We need his side. We need we need to discuss things. I mean not all of his side, not the literal side, but we can get pick his brain. Well I mean like what what do you what what do you mean by the side? <laughs> He's got a lot of on on the side. Bro, we're not we're not talking about like He's getting naked dick pics side. of Richard Dweck. I'm just asking for his fucking viewpoint on his roast, bro. <laughs> Where I want that video, man. I want I want it in my possession to do. I wish someone I recorded it. Why did his? This is what I don't understand. And if anybody feels inclined to, just search Richard Dweck on YouTube. Not the lawyer or whatever the hell the other guy is. The guy that looks like. Uh, well, now presently, um, Joseph Kazala from the amazing mid '80s uh, Chuck Norris vehicle, Code of Silence. He played a real tough uh, Chicago police officer. Richard Dweck is basically the doppelganger of that guy at this point. Richard ha- has had some looks throughout his life. This is quite possibly the worst. Do you anyway, think that Richard Dweck is a is a is a hot couch guy? He definitely leaves a couch hot. 
but what I get back to what I was saying before, his mom films a lot of his, you know, sets. Yeah. Uh, you know, if he can't get, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, manipulate. If you can't manipulate somebody to film his sets for, they all end up being a minute and a half to two minutes long. And Richie's had full sets. Why are all these? Has he had full sets though? The roast to Carl Callen, I counted it a minute and 37 seconds. That's the, that was edited, but he was not, I remember that. Like, cause I, I referenced it when I went back on stage. He literally could have done no more than like two minutes and 15 seconds at absolute, like most. At, at the roast to Carl Callen? Amen. Two minutes? A little over two minutes. I remember that. Wait, but, but that's the other thing too, is that Richard's, Richard hasn't, hasn't he been doing it for like three years? Oh God, it's probably like four at this point. And he hasn't done more than five. No, no, I've seen video and I've I've seen him do longer than that. But you know, if you're on stage for three and a half hours sitting in a chair, a lawn chair, not comfortable, you might want to take advantage of the time that's given to you. That's all I'm saying. But getting back, see, we're we're sidetracked again. We're talking about Rich's mom filming his sets. Why didn't she <laughs> film? Why why film? A horrible open mic at a bean, like, like a, a bean burrito place, which I miss that mic, but the video of Rich is, is uh, astoundingly awful. Why film that, not in landscape mode, when you have your son's roast to film? <laughs> in landscape mode, not in the... It makes me angry to think. They didn't. They 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 had it in. Did they have it in landscape or did they have none it in of the Richie's videos are in landscape mode. <laughs> they're all in the. They're all in the vertical shot. They're all vertical. Oh, that's the worst. I've told him about this too. See, he doesn't. He doesn't listen. This. I'm getting angry. I shouldn't get angry, but it's my friend. And if you are there for your friends, you want to tell them the truth no matter how harsh it may be. And it sounds like the roast of Richard Dweck was more harsh than I can imagine. It was, it was a time, my dude. It was, it was a time. I wouldn't say and a no good time. And no one else filmed it? <laughs> no, you didn't no film one filmed sex? it. No as one nar- filmed it. As narcissistic as, as some people I know, they didn't film their own sets? Nope. Nope. No That's one not, filmed it. That is not a good sign. I think it, it, it was kind of one of those like, all right, so it was kind of just more like a it was a celebration. <laughs> it was like a birthday party. It was a birthday party. It was a, it was a Pizza Hut last minute cobbled together <laughs> book it party. <laughs> <laughs> book it, Dano. No, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. We got to book Richard Dweck for this show though. Speaking I'm- of which, Another guest that we should book on this show um, is uh, one Mr. Rob 80. Now, Dan, I'm not sure if you've seen these. Have you witnessed the Alpha Advice series? I recently just saw that. (laughs) You recently? What is your hot take on these Alpha? (laughs) I watched five or six videos, and I progressively got angrier as I went through them. Another another one to at the very very most two minute video kind of deal. Um, was Rob eighty on the roast of Richard Dweck? Rob eighty was not. That surprises me somehow. I I mean like he was on the roast of Carl Callen and he had 
one of the worst sets of the night. <laughs> I didn't know what to think of it. He was he's a he's a character, man. That that Mr. 80. He's a champ. I remember I made fun of he was on a date and I made fun of him and his date and they both started laughing at each other. And I'm like, no, I don't I don't know if that's a good sign. I don't think that's going to last that long. No, because it sounded like, you, you know, the kind of laugh you laugh at somebody where if they're being made fun of a comedian, it's like, I'm glad this person is being embarrassed. I feel I feel no like sense to help them. There's there's no pain or pity. It's just it's just it's just, you know, no remorse. That was both of them. Jesus Christ. That sounds like a fun time. I was having a blast. I don't know. I I just like oh, for somebody some just wished fucking... you, Dr. Butler just wished you a happy birthday. I uh, don't don't acknowledge the Discord chat. <laughs> 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 this is going swimming. That's live, man. We're we're fuck it. We're doing it live. We're Another doing Dr. it live. Butler. Fuck it. We, we got you a present, and it's the all right. This sounds. Uh, it, I might give out some personal information. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it um the knowledge of an Erica Monet? There were names. I didn't know if I should speak those names. <laughs> well, she's apparently like this. What's it? This like queer author. I found out about this like I want to say an hour and a half ago. Oh, I thought she was your super friend. It apparently she was like this this uh novelist who like wrote a bunch of like really cringy shit. It it's that's sort of the mo I was getting. Oh well. That has nothing to do with the alpha files, though. <laughs> uh, you know what? It probably has more to do with it than we think. What, the alpha? The alpha? Oh, my gosh. So uh, I just want to run down this for, for those listening, for those who are unfortunate enough to still be listening. The alpha files. Don't say that. We're, dude, we're going to make this into a podcast that people are going to want to. They're going to want to drop what they're doing, tune in, and th- and say to themselves, why are they still talking about this Richard Dweck guy? <laughs> it's the 70th podcast episode, and it's titled, Richard Dweck Goes to Hell. <laughs> I would I would love to just name every single podcast like uh, an, earnest, an earnest title that never got made. <laughs> like Richard Dweck Scared Stupid. <laughs> Richard Dweck goes to the DMV. Richard Dweck. <laughs> Richard Dweck goes to ICU. <laughs> but it's it's not what you think. It's the Ice Cream University. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, and he just leaves with like a, a bit a bunch of like different colored stains on his shirt. He's like, well, now I have diabetes. Oh my god, man! Richard Dweck's a character, bro. He really is, man. And you know, we need people like that. Cause think think about think about how many comedians you've seen throughout your entire life. Not just doing comedy, like going back to the past. Think of how many comedians you've seen that haven't stood out at all because they either have no personality, they're not funny, or they sound like seven other comedians you heard that night. There is there, and I'll I'll go on record in saying this: there is no one. That looks or sounds like Richard Dweck. You're hyping him up as if he's like the future of comedy, man. And I know that that's not true, but 
<laughs> I'll still keep listening to his podcast. As, as horrible as the audio has degenerated, it's gotten worse. Like he even addresses that. He's like trying to do a new app. It sounds worse. <laughs> I don't know if ours are any better. Like it's just me cackling for at least thirty minutes, and then us just ranting about Richard Dweck. Yeah, but you're not licking the microphone as you're doing an active recording of a podcast. I mean, yeah, you're right. It, it could be worse. It could just be like, "What's up, that, guys?" That sounds better. <laughs> Fair. You know who I wish had a podcast though is Rob Eighty. I, I knew th- you were gonna say. <laughs> I've been trying to get it in for the last as ten as fucking the, minutes. As if the visual wasn't enough, now you have to just be like, "What if we had a, a, an hour to two hour audio only?" Just peek into Rob 80's existence. Oh, for people not not aware, when I say Rob 80, I mean R O B space eight zero. There's a guy in this in this uh, open mic we used to go to, who would show up in a character. His character was a man named Rob 80. His name is Rob 80. His last name starts with an A. But it sounds like eighty. It's which I thought was a fake name. It turns out that's real. That's his real name. That's but real name. he goes on stage as Rob eighty, Rob eight zero, who apparently is a misogynist that was born in the year nineteen eighty. Like he was, it was like he was he was he was like a roadie who watched Andrew Dice Clay three times and thought, yeah, that's the direction I want to go. That's my comedy calling. But instead of like writing punchlines, he just writes about how his girlfriend irritates him and he wants to punch her in the face every night. He writes punching bag jokes. What was the most irritating Rob 80 joke that you remember? Because I'm trying to remember one. I don't remember any of them. No, there was something that like, what was, oh, the first night I ever saw him, he was doing this bit about like, it started off as like, you know, I believe women should have uh, equal rights. And if you believe that, you're wrong. Lure them in. <laughs> Get them on your side and then drop the bomb. Yeah, because then he's like, he starts going. Coming in with that haymaker. He just goes in. Like, he did like one or two jokes about like, I, I was dating this. I saw this chick on Tinder who had like Ramona Flowers hair and she... <laughs> She made me, she made me, uh, she made me think that I was Scott Pilgrim or whatever the fuck stupid jokes that don't land he was doing. And then all of a sudden he was doing like this three minute rant about just like women existing (laughs) for three fucking minutes. How'd he do? Um, I mean, I think you were there for that and I'm pretty positive the room went fucking silent. Yeah, I already know the answer to this. (laughs) The room went silent. He got off stage. I don't even think he got an applause break. (laughs) Which is very bad because at that place, there's a lot of pity applause breaks. There's a ton. I've gotten at least 80% of my applause breaks were pity applause. 90% of those were from me. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) But this guy got like, like... No pity applause breaks ever. It was always dog shit. His date didn't even offer acceptance. I think he would he would do his set and then he would leave because he realized like how like nobody in the room liked him ever. (sighs) I think what was it? Uh, My favorite Rob eighty was. uh... (laughs) 
you have to remember your favorite. No, because <laughs> like, I was. It's hard to pick one. I was told a story. <laughs> I was told a story. Rob eighty went into the back of the Brighton bar, the good old Brighton bar. Uh, he went into the back there talking with the other comics, and he asked uh, good old Tyler Langlos. He asked, "Hey, uh, how how many uh how many years have you been doing stand up comedy, man?" <laughs> And Tyler's like, I don't know, like three, three years. And he's like, oh, and you're not famous yet? (laughs) Dead silent. Then he follows it up with, what would be your Netflix fucking comedy special? Not a bad question. That is a terrible question. (laughs) Like, let's be real. None of us are getting fucking comedy specials. You can make your own comedy special. You're not wrong, but none of them are going to be on we, fucking Netflix, just, Dan. Just discuss this. Richard Dwick had his own comedy special, and he <laughs> fucked it all up. Yeah. He, fuck, he fucked it up royally on ice. Would you call a birth a pity birthday roast a fucking comedy special? Look, I had a litany of problems with it already. Uh, the, the most egregious one of them... It was so near to Christmas. Why not just have it in January or like two weeks before Christmas? So Rob 80, Rob 80 does this question. Uh, when, uh, how, who, what would be your comedy special? I have mine already planned out. This is like three weeks into him starting fucking comedy. He thinks that he. Well, that's fine. That's, that's really, he has a lot of confidence. Uh, you know, he, he knows what he wants and he's going for it. What, what was the name of it that he chose? I think it was something. Oh my God. Fuck. I know it was, um, friend of the podcast, Kyle groom told this story. We're going to try to get him on the cast. He's not my friend. He's my friend. Kyle, Kyle, Colorado. Let me rephrase I want it that. known whatever he calls himself now. That man is, uh, I can't trust that man. Good old, good old Kyle Colorado. We love you, buddy. I don't believe anybody that has a fake name. He was eyewitness to this shit. This guy then sits and says, my comedy special okay. would be me wearing a hard hat. And it'd be, what was it? It would be like Rob 80 men hardly working or some shit like that. I would have never spoken to him again. <laughs> <laughs> Something. I would have looked at him, blinked, and then turned around about face and walked away forever. I think that's a conversation that would make me like quit stand up comedy. <laughs> would be oh, no, fucking. Far. Christ. <laughs> would be like, oh, that's all right. I think I'm done here. <laughs> I'm gonna go drink myself down the alleyway. I'll catch you later. I don't like that name, but he probably had a better one that he just, you know, he went with that one. Maybe it just rang nice. Do you think he had a better name? (laughs) He probably had at least five. His, his stage name is Rob and the number 80. (laughs) You think he's got anything better? (laughs) You watch. He's going to put this out. I'll, uh, he's going to listen to this and then he's going to make that men hardly working special on YouTube in front of like 12 of his best friends and like 10 stuffed animals in his basement. <laughs> you bet, you bet Mr. 80 is going to beat all of our asses and be successful. But yeah, so um yeah, uh the alpha files, man. 
alpha files. I found out about that shit. The, these these things, the alpha files, are Rob 80 doing like like 10 second, not even sketch comedy clips as his character. Who? How would you describe his character, Dan? Standoffish. Uh, highly sure of himself. No, no, I mean, I mean, like his stand up, his stand up, her stand up persona, not him as a person. Oh, I uh, one million percent self deprecating. Like, I mean, I've given up on punchlines. I've seen an entire set of him give up on punchlines. Every joke is bailed. You think that he doesn't have like any sort of like fucking like? It's not like I get like a lot of like rip off dice clay vibes off him. No, he's got a whole notebook. So there's definitely original thoughts in that notebook. I mean, I guess, but it's like a full size I... notebook too. This isn't one that we keep in our pockets. This is, <laughs> this is a 1987 trapper keeper notebook. But like he he would he would show up with like a leather jacket and glasses, doing this like MRA character for most of his bits, and then relatable. Yeah, relatable. Let's just that's have how MRAs. I'm like, that's how I'm going to describe him from now on. That it, day, Dan. This guy Rob eighty, and I know his last name is not eight zero, but. The, what it, what would you consider this guy's like comedy style? And what would you consider it, Liam? Uh, an affliction of mankind. No, no, the the thing you said before. What relatable? There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> socially relatable comedy. In these times of social distancing, we need social relatability. That's where Rob Eighty comes in. And he's doing plenty of that on his YouTube channel where you could watch like 10 second videos of him thinking that he's like, he's like fucking, <laughs> when, I <was laughs> fucking filthy bro- Frank with his glass, health tips. He, he breaks a glass of milk in one of the videos. And I'm it's thinking, a fake lot. It's a fake audio. Oh, he did. I thought he really, I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, did he break that glass? Cause he's the type of person that would break glass in a house. I'm thinking, did he con somebody to like do that in their house so he could just throw it on the floor or did he break the glass? No, he didn't. He didn't break the glass. What happened was in one of these videos, he, he like, all these things are like 10 second, like advice tips on how to be like a bro, a dude. Cause that's his character. Again, is, like, being a machismo bro. And one of them's like, drink milk. Milk is is male drink milk, milk, yeah. And he chugs this whole glass of milk, and then he throws it on the ground. Aggressively. And it's supposed to be like a shatter noise, and I swear to God, I swear to God, it's the audio clip from, like, the Stone Cold Steve Austin Titan Tron from, like, his soundtrack. (laughs) Just throws it on the ground, and it's like, and then cut. (laughs) Look, it, I'm saying it sounded realistic to me, and it it really it was uh, frightening. I'm not sure if that shows that you're pretty gullible, Dan, or if if that's just <laughs> or well, maybe the editing was, of Mr. Rob Eighty is a master. Maybe I was entranced with the video, <laughs> the video of a man thinking that it's hot shit to chug a glass of milk in front of people. <laughs> I just like people that make messes in their own houses. I mean, I guess. I don't know. It wasn't really a mess. Like, it's a fake glass that fake shattered. I thought it was real, though. That's a lot of spilled milk. I mean, yeah, but it, did you see the milk? No, it's hidden by a counter. Yeah, so th- there you go. It's it's fake. That really that makes me think a certain way about the whole channel now. I mean, it's uh, there's plenty out there. 
they're all like 10 second videos. They're like they're like they're uh like TikTok fodder, but he's he's too like socially inept to to join TikTok. I hope Liam that you are not on TikTok. I am not on TikTok. The army of comedians that are jumping onto the TikTok train has not come to me yet. It's going to get there eventually, but not right now. Oh. Have you been on TikTok, Daniel? No, I'll never do that. I get I get sick and just seeing videos from TikTok. I mean, you'd get you'd get some you get some ratings, my dude. Is it worth it? You get some, <laughs> I mean, your your self-worth would probably go down considerably but hey those views my guy i could start a podcast with the bidet that would be that would be some hits right there start a podcast with bidet is that a character the bidet you could call him a character he uh he he was known as uh, somewhat of a ghoul on tiktok a little ghoulish oh was oh was he the guy that the old bald fuck that was going on like 13 year olds yeah i wrote a bit he kind of looks like my roommate and I, i'm like every time i see a picture of them on the same day i'm like no no i got to get out of my head i like my roommate <laughs> and that man is not uh he is uh, not liked by uh, the general General public, not even a TikTok audience. He's known outside of TikTok. That's how infinite this man is. Well, he's like a he's a pedophile. Like that's what allegedly he's a an alleged alleged. I still, pedophile. as much as I do not want to say this, I still hashtag believe all men. I God damn it, Dan. Here we go. The jury's <laughs> out on what sex that person is, but we'll we'll go with man. We'll. I, I, I would say uh, Eldritch Abomination myself, but that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> well, that's what you have to look forward to, Liam. You're going to get lumped in with that guy if you end up joining TikTok. You, I, I, I would turn into a human homunculi and then creep on 13-year-olds. That, or that's worse, what <laughs> you could end up as uh, the Ian Watkins of TikTok. <laughs> just saw a mini documentary on that guy. Holy crap, did I see some details that were left out. The hashtag believe all men has never been tested harder. Yo, I straight up boycotted Lost Profit because of him. Oh, you probably had fucking tour shirts of that band. I didn't. We would we would play rock band a lot, and one of the songs that was consistently played on there was uh Last Train Home. Uh w- no, rooftops. And uh <laughs> Did that get you excited for the tour, Liam? You're like, yeah, man, I nailed it. Yo, nailed bro, it. I was bigger than... Yo, man, yo, Lost Profit, bro? That shit lit, Mike, dude. Yo. Wait, he did what with children? <laughs> What's that with the children, man? Nah. Nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Lost Profits for life. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to be in jail. He's going to be um, in jail for no, life. No, actually, no, he didn't get... No, it's a... 36 years, nah, it's not a life. It's a significant amount. It's Well, it's some people's lifetimes, yeah. But it's not technically. The judge didn't look at him, hit the gavel real hard, and scream life, like in a really over-the-top courtroom drama movie. It might as well be. Like, did you see it? Have you seen his, his, his uh, mugshot? Looking pretty dapper. He looks like, uh, what's his name, uh, Negan. In one picture from uh, Walking Dead. I mean, like, I don't know about the the white highlights, the white to black highlights that he was going with. 
like a lot of these like you look at a lot of these photos of him just being like oh man i'm a young emo kid look at my my little like emo swish bro and then his mugshot is just fucking like he was in his 40s when he was convicted so i don't think he'd be talking that way like his his fucking his he looks like an extra from sons of anarchy his mugshot is fucking just terrifying Listen, you can make fun of his appearance all day long if you want to. He also fucked a baby. The, bo- the, bottom, the bottom line is that the music will live on forever in all of Lost Prophet's hearts, including you, Liam. I, I don't have a heart, so thankfully it won't live in mine. You made room in something for them, so you have a pseudo heart. I mean, I made enough room for the tuna casserole I ate this afternoon, but I don't think I have any room for the Lost Prophets. I don't know what stinks worse. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'd say if we if we had a battle between, like, pedophile bands, I'd say that Lost Prophet loses out pretty hard to, like, I don't know, you go up against Brand New or, like, Def Leppard. What about uh, the Static X uh, side project? The st- what? The Were they pedophiles? No, no, the guitar, the one of the guitarists, uh, allegedly, really have to be careful, uh, allegedly, um, trip, uh, God, I think his last, I, I shouldn't even mention if I forget his last name. Uh, he had his own band, I believe. And, um, oh, you're looking it up. Yeah. Trip, uh, Eisen. There you go. And he's a convicted sex offender. Allegedly. <laughs> Where are you getting your info from, Liam? <laughs> I literally just typed his name into Google. The, <laughs> that was the first thing. <laughs> the first thing. <laughs> not, not former guitar player of Static X. His, and, and the, his first, band. the first thing is Trip Eslin okay. uh, is an American musician and convicted sex offender, <laughs> best known for, as the guitarist of the industrial metal band static x it's literally the second thing in the first sentence of his bio it's going to be on his obituary it sounds like <laughs> Dead well i mean how how like outside of wayne static do you remember any other member from static x tony campos he was in a very good band called assassino as well who the fuck is tony campos the bass player slash vocalist i think he was also in brew harriet while a member of Static X, Essen was arrested in 2005 on a felony charge in Ocean County, California, for having sexual intercourse with an underage girl. I don't Allegedly. think that there's no uh, there's nothing. He's convicted. <laughs> According to who? He was released on bail after only a few hours. Just two Good. weeks later, in February 24th, 2005, <laughs> he was arrested again in in California by New Jersey Allegedly. detectives. <laughs> For allegedly kidnapping <laughs> and sexually assaulting a 14-year-old girl in Sayerville, New Jersey. Daniel. Beautiful Sayerville. Oh, God. So many good times at the Starland Ballroom. Not allegedly. Uh, but this, I really got to go. Liam, you got to cite your sources on this one. Because this is a man, uh, a high-profile man. And, and you're, I feel you're damaging his reputation, his musical reputation. I got the source but, from MTV News. A credible source. Fuck. <laughs> Kurt Loder has never steered me wrong. Kurt Loder never lies, my guy. Kurt Loder never lies. No, I've seen footage of him lying, but go on. W- w- when? 
when have you seen him lie? He was on the air for 20 years. The man definitely told lies. You ever see that Kurt Loder interview where he's interviewing Madonna and then Courtney Love's drunk ass shows up for the oh, interview? It's classic. It's a classic. It's classic. Just him trying to do the interview and Madonna's answering a question. And then I think like a tam- Courtney Love threw her shoe up. They were on a like a balcony thing. Threw her shoe. Threw her shoe up there and then she climbed something and then got up there. Yeah, and Kurt Loder's like, oh, hey, Courtney, how you doing? <laughs> and Courtney Love's just shit-faced. A real pro. Oh, man, Courtney Love killed her husband. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. There's enough evidence to prove that she did, allegedly. But uh, don't sue us. Uh, there's a whole movie on it. There's a whole, like, five. <laughs> there's Kurt and Courtney. There's Soaked in Bleach. There's, like, how many do you want me to name, Dan? There's a, I think, I think her band whole wrote an album back. Well, there's enough, there's enough songs out there that are just, uh, they're, they're just kind of like about Courtney Love either murdering Kurt or just being a piece of shit. Like Dave Grohl hates Courtney Love. Uh, Trent Reznor hates Courtney Love. Fucking, um, it sounds like she's not loved. Billy Corgan hates Courtney Love. Literally everyone hates Courtney Love. <laughs> My friend loves Courtney Love. Well, your friend probably does heroin. I don't know. Dan. Nah, my friend also likes uh, what the hell's her name? Uh, Shania Twain. No, not uh, uh what what the fuck? Um, she was like a uh, acoustic rock. Uh, in Jewel? like the late nineties. No, no. Um, uh, Cheryl, Cheryl Crow. Crow? Cheryl Crow. <laughs> I always ba- I always bash my friend for he's I'm like, why do you have five Cheryl Crow albums? It's like next to death metal and like black metal, and then he's got Cheryl Crow albums. I'm like, come on, man, really? <laughs> well, you gotta you gotta you gotta get the light the lighthearted stuff in with the shitty stuff, man. Hole, holes holes in there too. I believe he has all their albums. Hole? Oh hole. god. Hole is such garbage. He likes them too. We're closing out with this. This has been a great time. For a first-time podcast, how do you feel? How did you feel about this first episode, Dan? Needs work, but we're freewheeling, baby. There's no structure yet. We'll figure it out. This was a nice little sidewalk chat. We're just sitting here discussing. Hopefully in the near future, we'll have some guests on. We'll have three people in the booth. And relatable content. Relatable content that isn't us talking about the Static X guitars being a rapist. (laughs) (laughs) Or or, or Rob 80 and Richard Dweck for like 45 minutes. Look, that could help people. The Static X thing, it it ran its course. I I don't... If anything should be said, go listen to Static X on on Spotify or something. You support Wayne Static because both of his family... Rest in peace, Wayne Static. Rest in peace, Wayne Static. Rest in peace, his fiance. Because, like, after he died, she killed herself too, I think, right? But the band Static X still plays. Unfortunately. Uh, My name is Liam Wolf. My co-host over here, Dan Caprio. Dan, do you have anywhere that people can follow you and plug your shit? Just search my name on all social media. It's just Daniel Caprio. I want to make it easy. I don't like when people have these weird fucking outlandish names and I can't find them. They're like, oh, no, no, let me write it down for you. I'm like, please don't do that. Daniel Caprio. And I'm Liam Wolf. You can follow me on Instagram at wolfmedia.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter. See, that's nice. Twitter. That's yeah, it's a, it's a nice one. Apparently some dickhead stole Wolf Media Comedy. So I've I seen five even... of them on YouTube. That's It's harder to find on YouTube. 
Oh, it's it's definitely a pain in the ass. You can follow us on YouTube at Wolf Media, where we might put up some audio clips of this lovely little podcast eventually. And oh, we're going to go the way of many a great podcast in that case. Many a great podcast. Heart goes out to all of them. The Come Towns, OSW, Art of Wrestling, Mark Marin's podcast, the the 72 other criminal crime channel podcasts that are out there, NPR. We got that guy, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Do, do you count that as a good podcast, though? Look, don't, don't hate my friend Joe Rogan. That's my good friend. I've known him for the last, it has to be about 20 years. Yeah. You can follow me also on Twitter at Real Liam. And that, I think, wraps up. Oh, yeah. My Twitter is Daniel underscore Caprio. There's already a goddamn Daniel Caprio. Uh, Dan, thank you for joining me. Hopefully, we'll have a long and prosperous venture. And tune in next week uh, for some sort of chaos and anarchy coming in. This has been, are we doing, uh, what, what was the name of the podcast we were thinking of? Foul House Mates. Foul House Mates. There we go. There, F-H-M. F-H-M. Follow, uh, Foul House Mates. We figured it out. Our brains work together. I'm on my ninth beer. Excuse me. Uh, later.